listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 74, where we will be discussing chapter 15 in Clockwork Angel, Foreign Mud. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. All right. How was everyone's week? Good. What? Nothing. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Uh, everything. I got to see the baby this week. <gasps> what? Yay! Yeah, the doctor surprised me. Um, I was only supposed to have just a normal like Doppler. And mm-hmm. she was like, I have a surprise. And she opened the door and I was like, an ultrasound machine. <laughs> she was like, I like to reward my patients that are here on time. And if I have time. <laughs> so that was nice. really cool. She's the best. So yeah, she's still you in there. You get to see the baby. <laughs> yeah, we have our um, anatomy scan next week. So that gets all this, the nitty gritty stuff out of the way. Like the measurements and all that jazz. Yeah, making sure she's all good. Yeah. And but then we could they'll, see they'll be able to really tell you, you know? when, you're, yeah. when your due date is. They're like, oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a big ass baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope not. But yes, because... Man, I don't know. Everything else was good, though. So we're excited, obviously. But yeah. Cool. By the way, I'm halfway done with Shadowhunters Academy. What did you say? How are you liking it? I I like it. Well, it got to um, talking about the Herondales and stuff. There was Uh a (laughs) (laughs) flashback. (laughs) Yeah. I love it. I was super into that. Uh Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> oh, hey, you guys. Did you see that we hit 25,000? Yes, no. I did. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> yeah, yes. That's amazing. It's Thank you, listeners. Crocs. Crocs. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> Thank you, Crocs. <laughs> Ad placement. Oh, my gosh. Like, we- Crocs is going to pay us for <laughs> <Not> sponsor. <laughs> Yeah, we definitely can't say that they're sponsored if they're not sponsored. I'm pretty right. sure that's like illegal. Oh, <laughs> like oh, bitch, we don't want you. We're gonna Could you imagine that? What kind of company would want to sponsor this fucking train wreck? None. <laughs> it's like None. Zoloft. Yeah, Prozac. <laughs> Probably. They're like, oh shit, these bitches are anxious as fuck. <laughs> and people still like them, so. <laughs> Speaking of anxious, okay, listen. Do I have a story to tell you, Downworld or Dish listeners? So, Robin, a self-proclaimed anxiety nut and WebMD doctor, this bitch sends us just a picture. <laughs> yep. And oh shit, do you want me to talk about this? We can oh, just I like briefly. Okay, I don't. That's fine. She sends she sends us a picture of a dent in her car, and we're like, oh shit, like that. Yeah, looks- a pretty decent sized dent. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> it looks like I don't know what happened there, but it doesn't look good. No and context. Just photos. nothing. <laughs> no con. No caption. No context. Nothing. And then Amanda and I are over here fucking bugging out like is everything okay are you alive what is happening are you in the hospital why are you sending us these pictures 
<laughs> like, how dare you? Ro- Robin is just as anxious as we are, if not more. <laughs> she knows yeah. what this is, and she's doing it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> this is payback for the Crocs shit. Yeah. No, it was the 15 minutes of agony that you made us wait in. Well, it didn't look, it's not that bad. Well, but like, we don't know. There's no God. We're like, oh God, yeah. Robin must be freaking out. What happened? Like, oh God, I thought this you guys horrible. got T-boned. Oh, like, okay. I, yeah, that's what I thought at first. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's where the damage is. I could see yeah. that. Yeah. But no worries. Everyone was fine. It's good. <laughs> Minor damages. It's a love tap. <sighs> yep. <laughs> it looked worse than it was. Yeah. <laughs> Some objects are closer than they appear. <laughs> this is true. Well, in like two weeks before, I backed, I backed into something at the warehouse. <laughs> and um, I don't have no, I still, I have no idea what it was. Not a clue. <laughs> There's like. Oh my God. A very a small Weird. dent on the bumper, but there's like nothing there. I don't know, and like nobody was screaming. I didn't run over somebody. Uh, <laughs> like <laughs> it's like when I backed into my husband's car. He had just gotten his car. This car he's been dreaming of getting. He used to have this Hummer back when we first got married, and he had to get rid of it because it's had some issues, whatever. So he got another Hummer and it's a 2006, but he just freaking loves this car. So happy, whatever. <laughs> he had it for seriously two days and had to go out of town on a work trip. And I backed into it in our driveway. <laughs> when I got home oh my God. Cause the, the lights were off in the front and my backup camera, I couldn't really see. And I, there's a huge dent in the side of my van. You can't even tell on his car. He thinks <laughs> still to this day that I'm fibbing to him and that I hit something else. Because there's no damage on his car at all. <laughs> there's this big That's ass hilarious. dent on my van. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I've backed into some shit. I backed into a fire hydrant at your cousin's house, Robin. I do remember that That's your car scary. had yellow on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, there was a hole. There was a hole in my bumper because it was my Passat. And it had, it was like, just a plastic bumper but like you know how fire hydrants have that like nut yeah <laughs> it's like yeah it's like a nipple <laughs> whatever I backed it right into there so there was just like this hole like <laughs> it was crunched in with just like a puncture wound <laughs> water would get in it and it's like slosh around oh my <laughs> gosh that's awesome I had lots and lots and lots of car accidents, but that luck has long since dwindled my life. Yes. Thank <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. I got us way sidetracked. I apologize. What do you guys say we cut the chit chat and kick things off with Robin's recap? Previously on Downworld or Dish. Tessa and Jim make their way through London at night. Jim shows Chessa how to peel off the glamour on an infamous Downworlder tavern, and Tessa gets some more background information on the Silent Brothers. The pair quickly find their way to Blackfriars Bridge, and the view isn't as conventionally beautiful as Tessa was expecting. Jim pulls out all that hot car stairs moves, and by that I mean he gives Tessa the pep talk of a lifetime, and somehow makes his tragic past seem helplessly romantic, all while looking out over the Thames. 
The evening is interrupted by a gaggle of faceless clockwork gangsters who are like, Say, we're here for the skirt, see? The boss sent us to take her back and send a message. We're going to take you punks for a ride that ends with a Chicago overcoat. I feel like you should do that voice instead of me, just as a PSA. That was great. <laughs> Jim <Who>? instantly. <laughs> what? You. Who? You. Oh. A duh. Duh. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I didn't know if Amanda had a good Bugsy voice. Oh. No. I don't either. Mm. Anyway. It was great. Jem instantly attacks, and Tessa's able to hold her own, and they dispatch the robots. Their victory is short-lived because the new crew is hot on their tail. They make a run for it, barely skating into the Institute and locking the gate. The automatons burst their way in, and Tessa carries Jim up the steps and tries to call for help. The robots attack Jim and break his cane, and they are saved just in the nick of time by the shadow hunters at the Institute, who end the battle quickly. Oh, shit. Oh, my gosh. So... <laughs> Tessa's just standing by herself in the middle of the courtyard. The flagstone slicked with blood and oil. And she's just like uh, staring at this destruction and trying to like wrap her head around it. <laughs> she's like, what the fuck just happened? Like, that was crazy. Some guy's yeah. like skin just peeled off his body. Oh my God. Like a banana. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, you can't unsee that. That's real skin. Like, just because the skeleton underneath is is a robot, that, that had to come from somewhere. You can't unsee that shit. All okay, I can no think of... Sorry. No, yeah. you're fine. Go ahead. The book from um, <gasps> Hocus Pocus. Because <Ooh>. <laughs> it's, like, made out of, like, human skin. Yeah. yeah and the eyeball. Yeah. I, for some reason, I wasn't grossed out by that, but now I am. Like, when I saw the movie, I was like, cool. It's just <laughs> worn totally leather. Out. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's good. So, I'm curious, like, how does that get cleaned up? Probably Sophie. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, maybe because it's outside, maybe it's Thomas. That's exactly what I was just going to say. Or maybe they tag team it. Maybe, oh yeah. no, because um, Magnus is mad at them, so he yep. won't come just like, do do do. <laughs> Magnus is like, you motherfuckers chased away my girlfriend, <laughs> fucked everything up. Do 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 do. That's what it reminded me of when you said he just did oh. do. <laughs> Uh, so like Sophie comes up to this like shell-shocked Tessa and it reminds me of that scene where Petunia is like ushering Dudley into the car after the Dementor attack in Order of the Phoenix where she's and he's like it's like Tessa's like the skin the skin came off like I can't uh, uh." like the gullet they had a gullet (laughs) and Sophie's like come on we'll get you a cold compress and some booze you'll be fine yep (laughs) so sophie gets tessa all settled in the drawing room and like why don't we have these i want a drawing room i want what is a drawing room it's like a it's like a lady cave okay (laughs) yeah okay yeah you're right it's like where you can like do your reading or your piano forte or painting i'll tell you whatever I have room. a formal living room in my house because mm-hmm. my house was built in the 90s. It's fucking pointless. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's kind of a drawing room. 
And it's just a waste of space. There's a couch in there. Cool. Do you know what happens in there? My kid hides things in the in the couch. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time it ever gets used. Oh, I love it. I love it. Maybe that's because there's TV nowadays. So, like, I don't have to come up with other hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, any house I build has to have a drawing room because I have too many fucking hobbies. Yeah. That's fair. Because <laughs> I need an office and a drawing room. I need yeah. both. I have, I have an office also where all my stuff is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So she's in the drawing room. Agatha brings her uh, a cup of hot brandy with water, which doesn't sound I'm like, ew, why would ew. you mix water with your liquor? But like, yeah. I think that's like a fancy people thing. I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm from Portland. Like, I'm not fancy. Yeah. I guess it dilutes it, maybe. That's so it's right? easier to take if you're not used to alcohol. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. You could give me a mad dog and I'd be fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyway. So Tessa's got brandy with some water, which apparently is going to like not get her too fucked up. Right. (laughs) I guess you're just adding your, your drink of water between your shot. Like you're just adding it all together. Yeah. Water (laughs) back. hydrated. Tessa's kind of like she thinks about her brother and she's like oh shit like he was really into the juice and you know maybe I shouldn't (laughs) but then she's like oh I saw some shit today fuck it (laughs) just knocks it back she's like all right her I need something to to soothe the nerves (laughs) you see folks this is why you don't sleep your day away because everything gets fucked up if you do your whole day's ruined and shit like this happens. You get attacked by automatons. <laughs> Charlotte and Henry roll into the draw- drawing room, uh, divesting themselves of their weapons and battle accoutrement. Uh, and they call for Will. Of course, Will is a no-show. Honestly, what do you expect? It's not like a Herondale to come when he's called. Uh, instead, Thomas hurries into the room and, uh, he's like still wearing this blood soaked jacket. It's like, dude, take the jacket off. Like he's been cleaning up flash. Let him be. (laughs) (laughs) And he explains that Will is growing out with Jem in his room, but like, okay. But don't fret. Jen stands. Jem stands for our boy is fine in more ways than one. But I digress. Um, Will fixed his pair of bro tie up with an Arazzi, and now all Jem needs is some rest. Okay, and so in an un- yeah. Sorry, can I interrupt you nope, for just go a ahead. second? I am not listening to the audiobook, so I'm, and I don't think I've ever listened to this audiobook. So this is my interpretation of how Thomas is saying that, mm-hmm. and it seems like he's, to me, I don't know. It was so sweet of him saying Arazzi, and it's italicized in the book. I'm just like, see, like, just let him hunt shadows, man. He wants it, obviously. I'm 100% here for it. Like, I don't know. And I I might be reading too much into it, but I really like, it's like he knows, you know, he was, he wanted to be a part of the conversation. He got to detail Mm -hmm. the information. He knows what rune you're supposed to use and what it's called. Like, you know. And he's he's, practically family. What the fuck? He's more than Mm -hmm. just like a stable dude. Like, come on, man. Sorry. That was not. No, I agree. I agree. I like Thomas. I like him a lot. 
He's mm-hmm. a sweet boy. Um, okay. Uh, in an uncharacteristic move, our dear Sophie interjects and asks quite adamantly if Jem has taken his quote unquote medicine. And it seems to visibly relax, er, and she seems to visibly relax when Thomas confirms that Jem has indeed taken his medicine. And like, Tessa's over here like, the fuck these bitches talking about? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they're talking in code. And they're purposefully being like, did he get his medicine? Like, what is that? Like, did you jerk him off in a corner? Like, does That's that make what him happy? What's say. happening? He got well, it's why, like, they're saying the cure, it's holy water. You guys, stop. Yeah, the You're cure. You're trying to have a whole yeah. Shadow Hunter, Silent Brother, <sighs> mysterious, like, aesthetic thing going on here. Stop, dude. Yeah. You're making this more complicated than it needs to be, for sure. Um, Now, I don't know about you guys, but I imagine Tessa is, like, halfway to tipsy. And like lounging in this wingback chair by the fire with her eyeballs like ping ponging back and forth between the two of them yes. for all the hot goss. Yep. She's like, oh shit, what's going on? Like, <laughs> I feel like I know something you don't. Dude, I would be sleeping. Like, I guess maybe not 17 She just woke me. up. But after like the running and the battle and the tire. She's been awake the- for like two hours. And the alcohol. Yeah, the alcohol, dude. One glass of wine, and I'm like, <laughs> you know. <clears throat> but maybe not seventeen-year-old yep. me. Thirty-three-year-old no, mother of two would be asleep Fuck. in the chair. Yes, there would be drool. Yep, always. Yep. Yep. Gross. Uh, so Charlotte dismisses Thomas, and we get a moment where Hemsworth hot Thomas trademark pending. Uh, does the over-the-shoulder longing glance at Sophie before leaving? And, oh, my God. Can I make a <laughs> confession? <gasps> Do it. Um, it's it's not anything cool, but um, when you said Hemsworth in the prior episode, uh-huh. my brain heard Hemingway. <sighs> no. And I was just Shut like, <laughs> I was like, that's why I was like, I don't know who that is. Because I was like, I don't like, I don't know what he looks like. I don't know who that is. No. <laughs> and, and then no. you were like his brother. And then I, I was like, I must have heard that wrong. I must <laughs> stop talking. Just stop. You don't know what's going on here. No. Just admit it. You're lost. You guys, <laughs> our dear listeners, I have to tell you a horrible secret about the woman who claims to be your friend Robin. Okay, <laughs> this bitch did not know who Channing Tatum was. I will pause yeah, I for just, your gasps. What? Yeah, how I, is that even possible? Like, I did not even what you. Okay, I've heard She's the like, name before. That? She's like, let me look at his IMDb's to see if he's been in anything I've ever seen. And I'm like, dude, you would know. He's like the yes, most beautiful man on any screen. <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs> You would know. <laughs> I heard the name, but I couldn't picture a face with it because I don't freaking know. That's crazy. And what did I say? I saw Twenty One Jump Street and the Book yeah. of Life, where he played Joaquin. Yeah, the the fucking Book of Life, the animated movie. I'm like, he was a voice actor. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, didn't you ever see Magic Mike? And she's like, no. What's that? <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. He hasn't been in a Marvel movie or a Star Trek movie. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, oh, I don't know. A Hemsworth? Yeah, exactly. That's why I heard. I knew that, but I heard it in. I heard Hemingway. And I was like, is was Hemingway good looking? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Hemingway wasn't bad looking, but he was no Hemsworth. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> God of Thunder. Shoots. Okay, sorry. All right. Anyway, moving on. Fuck. Where the fuck am I? Oh, okay. So now that we've all had a chance to catch our breath, <laughs> it's time to get down to business. Charlotte leans in and is like, OMG, Tess, how was your non-date date with Jem? Tell me everything. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said um. Oh my god, that was stupid. Okay, so just kidding. Obviously, Charlotte's like, dude, what the fuck happened? <laughs> and instead of just telling them what happened, like a normal person, Tessa answers their que- like Charlotte's question with a question of her own because of Tessa. course she did. Like, yep. <laughs> she's like, did you catch the ones that escaped? The whatever they are, metal monsters. Charlotte shook her head gravely. We pursued them through the streets, but they disappeared once we reached Hungerford Bridge. Henry thinks that there was some sort of magic involved. Or a secret tunnel, Henry said. I did also suggest a secret tunnel, my dear. <laughs> I love like it. How, how could you not love Henry? Like, I... <sighs> He's like, there are also circus acrobats that might have done this. <laughs> it is still an option. Just like what? I just like how like we're not like <clears throat> personally affected by his. I was gonna say investigation, but that's not the right word. His failed invention, his flops. Like we don't yeah. have to be physically in harm's way, so we can just think he's very whimsical, right? And fun. Yeah. Not annoying at We're all. We're not in the vicinity where we might get burned. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Tessa gives them the lowdown on how the Magister's creatures totally screwed up a perfectly good non-date date. Oh, and they may have declared war on all Nephilim if you're interested in that sort of thing. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, oh, I almost forgot to tell you. <laughs> like, they've declared war on all of your kind. And, oh, what was the phrasing? Um, rivers of blood. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they said something like that. Yeah. Something about that. <laughs> Just like, okay. Okay, so, like, quick sidebar I had a really hard time with Tessa in this part of the chapter like she's being such a fucking teenager and it kind of makes me want to punch her in the throat but I'm gonna try and work through it like she's I'm doing in my real life because I have a teenager that I'm trying to deal with like Like, sometimes teenagers they do stupid shit or say stupid shit you're just like preach can you develop that frontal lobe please <laughs> like, anytime now years. 
So Tessa's bummed about how she totally choked at De Quincey's party and foobarred the whole mission, which <laughs> she believes in turn caused the attack on her and Jem at the bridge. And therefore, in her little teenage pea brain, that means that they should just hand Tessa over to the Magister. It's like, bitch, you know short-sightedness isn't just her- hereditary, right? Like, <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Charlotte's like, I just like this poor long suffering woman. She is so patient Seriously. and so kind with these idiot children. <laughs> like I really don't know how she fucking does it. Like I have I have one. I have one teenager and she makes me want to scream into the void at least once a day. Like I don't understand how Charlotte has a house full of yeah. and they're they're all like assholes in different ways. Right, except Jem, because he's perfect. But like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I just, I can't. It's too much. It's too much. Anyway, Charlotte takes a deep breath and explains all the ways that plan wouldn't help anyone. Um, starting off with the fact that De Quincey hates the Shadow Hunters no matter what, and he wants Tessa for a reason. So naturally, we don't want him to have it, dumbass. Like. <laughs> He wants to use you probably against us. So right. let's not go with that plan, you <laughs> fucking child. In fact, let's do the opposite. Right. <laughs> Opposites. <laughs> Opposites. Yep. <laughs> the, the group goes back and forth, like piecing together information that they've all like individually acquired. <clears throat> and these clockwork creatures, like there aren't as... Dr- nope. These clockwork creatures aren't restricted to the shadows of night like demons, um, but they're still too much of a horror show to be seen in the light of day at this point. (laughs) Right. (laughs) They're creepy. Yeah. Yet. (laughs) Yet being the operative word. Um, Which would be why they hadn't uh, made a move for Tessa when she was like promenading through the park with Jesse. So, yeah. No clockwork creatures there, just a hobgoblin trying to harvest some blood gems. Jesse, Jesse murdered him. It was fine. It's all fine. I forgot about that guy. Right? (laughs) That brutal murder that Tessa witnessed. Yeah. With a parasol. So crazy. It was creative. Just reminds me of Mary Poppins in her white dress. (laughs) Just blood spattered. Yep. I like it. I said, take your medicine. (laughs) (laughs) So Henry goes on to explain that the robots who attacked them tonight were more sophisticated than Miranda and the others found at the dark house. And the magister is like upgrading his, his robots. These are like clockwork robots 2.0. Exactly. (laughs) They've gotten the Apple update. Now, before they talk to you, that you have to ask that you have to allow them permission to track you or ask them not right. to track. <laughs> like, please yeah. don't track me. Uh, Why are we staying away from her? Oh, she was she requested we don't track her. So right. there's a big bubble. Yeah, <laughs> it's this whole thing that started in California. <laughs> Six feet of distance. Uh. So from what they can tell, though, De Quincey hasn't managed to implement implement the spell that they found on the blueprints of the automatons. Um, and they have to stop him before he gets a chance to or they're all doomed. OK, dun, super dun, dun, dun. serious. 
And Henry steps up and very diplomatically lays down the law. Uh, they can't afford to let Tessa leave the Institute. It's the only place that she they can be sure that she's safe. So um, he's like, sorry, but like you can't leave. And I don't know about you, but those responsible dad vibes rolling off Henry got me feeling some kind of way. <laughs> you okay. know I'm into it. I was like, is, is it hot in here? I'm sorry. Did you just tell me that, like, I can't leave? And then you went down to, like, make the first pair of New Balances? <laughs> he's not trying to figure out the automatons. He's building a lawnmower. <laughs> I'm like, Daddy's laying down the law. Gotta give something for the middle-aged women to lust after. <laughs> oh, must be a quirky father figure. <laughs> oh, all right. So Tessa is about to argue uh, when she sees Sophie's eyes bug out, and she turns around and sees Will standing in the doorway. I read this quote. Quote: It was Will. He stood in the doorway of the drawing room. There was a streak of blood across his white shirt. It looked like paint. His face was still, almost mask-like, his gaze fixed on Tessa. As their eyes met across the room, she felt the pulse jump in her throat. He wants to talk to you. And then, like, everyone just kind of stares, like, ugh. (laughs) I wonder what it would have been like to, like, live in such a, like, a socially, like, constructed... Like, the way that you address people, what you can talk about, like, topics, and everything is, like, all figured out for you, which m- would probably help with my social anxiety, because, like, I'd have a plan to follow, right? I'd be like, no, 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 you're going outside the parameters, like, it does not compute. Well, the thing oh is, my gosh. there's no thought, like, there's, n- you have this romantic, okay, I do, because I'm awful. This romanticized version in your head of, like, late 1800s, early mm-hmm. 1900s. But, like, I'm a scullery maid. Like, I know this. Maybe <laughs> a cook. Right? I don't uh-huh. – I'm, I'm not dealing with all that upstairs because, like, that's it, – it's not in my bloodline. It's not happening. Yep. Right. 100%. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, well. I'm a wench. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say I maybe I'll work at a bar, but probably that's about it's that is about as far as I'd go. <laughs> I got the milkmaids for it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so for some reason, after Will comes in and says this, Charlotte has to verify that Will is in fact talking about Jem. <laughs> Who else? Thomas. Right. Thomas wants Aren't to we see Tessa. All in here. <laughs> it's like Clue. I don't. Whatever. It would make so, sense um, they were out together. I don't know. Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, if they hadn't interacted at all, then it'd be like, oh, Jim, that's weird. Right? Uh-huh. <laughs> but they were on a non-date date. And Tessa Fair. basically saved his life. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, um, obviously, he wants to talk to Tessa, obviously. But she seems apprehensive, like, because he's not well, I guess. Maybe also because she's a little buzzed. So she's like, ah, what, am I, what if I say something embarrassing? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I'd be thinking anyway. And um, Will says, and I quote, he wants to talk to you, he said, enunciating each word very clearly. So you will get up and you will come with me and you will talk with him. 
Do you understand? Yes, daddy. (laughs) (laughs) So Charlotte starts to interject and like seemingly kind of like scold Will for his tone and all, you know, just the word choice of words. But Tessa can't say no to a firm, sexy man. So she's already (laughs) standing up. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Same. Sorry. She's like, oh, shit. She's like, Charlotte, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. He got me. <laughs> I, I, I should also preface, I'm I'm making a lot of daddy comments. <laughs> I should preface this as saying, like, I'm only down with it if, like, I'm into be bo- being bossed around right now. Like, <laughs> catch, catch me on a bad day. We'll see what happens. I might be throwing hands. The fuck did you just say to me? I have exactly. said that before. <laughs> yep. He's like the Pied Piper. <laughs> <laughs> he turns it to Tessa, the dial. <laughs> Come with me. Oh, my gosh. That's great. <laughs> so Will walks Tessa down to Jem's room without speaking a word, which I think is weird. But also, like, what do you say? Like, how about that weather we're having? Yeah, lots of fog <laughs> and rain. Like, I guess it makes sense. They're not really saying anything, but it's not that weird. much rain. Yeah. <laughs> As Kristen has pointed out. Oh, and I check sunny days. They have way more sunny days than we do. Crazy. So I, yeah, I don't know what they're bitching about. They need Whatever. to come here. We need to have a um, uh, an exchange program. Yes, thank you. I was gonna say a trading. That wasn't that wasn't right. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for reading my mind. Can we so trade I- you humans? <laughs> <laughs> we have some over here. They're from Florida. They're great. Yeah. <laughs> You'll love them. <laughs> oh, shoot. Just so don't Google Florida, man. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Don't like me. No shade on Florida. I'm just kidding. I mean, I have a cousin that lives in Florida. It looks really nice and pretty. I just, there's so many stories. <laughs> my dad lives in Florida. Oh, okay. <laughs> that might might also not be a testament to Florida. <laughs> just dragging on dads today. <laughs> oh, good times. Oh, shit. <laughs> there's so no anyway. other place on earth like Florida. No, there I mean, isn't. Yeah. It doesn't seem that way. I've never been there, but I, I have to agree based on what I've heard. I, I've been a few times. It's Interesting. <laughs> Don't I feel like you have again. to be a little crazy to want to live like Hurricane Central. Yes. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like my cousin also has hurricane it, like, windows. Monsoons. Yeah. Which is it, normal. Like, <laughs> it like monsoons at 3 p.m. every day. And then it's just humid. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like the other day that it was that humid it was my grandma's uh-huh. funeral and we were all in one building it was just Ooh. miserable all in this small space like how do people handle that all the time <laughs> i guess you just get or used like, to it back yeah. in these days they didn't have fucking ac or no shit yeah. that's what maybe they have at least fans and stuff down in florida outdoor fans and all that stuff mm-hmm. but yeah especially back in the day yeah Dude, <sighs> i went to nashville and I walked out, and my hair grew, like, six inches. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, it was crazy. I had spent, like, an hour straightening it. Why? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. There's no the use. <laughs> South of the Mason-Dixon, there's no use in flat ironing your hair in Ugh. the summer. <laughs> it just sounds sticky. <laughs> yeah. 
good so stuff. I guess after all of this that we've said, they could have talked about the weather because it's obviously quite <laughs> interesting. <laughs> There's a lot to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> so I also think it's weird that Will needed to escort her to Jem's room. Like by this point, at this point in her stay at the Institute, I feel like she would know where to go. Well, and they're like, they're, they're like call buddies, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. like across the hall, I think. Yeah, because she was able to hear him playing the violin in her sleep. Yeah, yeah, his bedroom is directly across the hall from Tessa's, and like, because mm, that wasn't by design. All right, whatever. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Convenient. But I think it's funny. I I think in this scenario, like, Jem has like twisted Will's arm and like kind of pulled uh-huh. bro card and been like no I want you to go get her cuz I want to talk to her cuz I'm sure Will didn't want to leave his side which is why Thomas went to brief Charlotte right so so at this point I think Will is just like I want to go fulfill this request and get back to Jem as soon as fucking humanly possible so like you're not going to argue with me you're going to get your fucking ass up and you're going to follow me because like I need to make sure he's alive and okay Right. That makes sense. Because when she when when she came into the room, Will said something like, I did what you wanted. I went and got her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that makes sense. Just like, <laughs> well, because, you know, you know, Jem knows how to manipulate Will, <laughs> get him to oh, do yeah. what he wants him to do. Yeah. Well, especially when he's having these like down episodes, yeah. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> when he's acting super so- irrational, like Herondales do. <laughs> Uh, so of course the room is described in detail again and it's sort of like dark and stuff but the thing that's pointed out (laughs) that gives me the most questions to ask is that Jem's cane has been repaired and looks completely new again and I'm just like what tell me more how did that happen did a silent brother fix it did a warlock fix it can a silent brother even do that does he have a stash of them in his closet so he just has like 20 of the same cane (laughs) did he use he has to have duplicates (laughs) he's got to because there's been no time for them to call for a warlock the silent brothers for all we know have not been there like this Mm -hmm. is all pretty new i mean because they just ushered Tessa in set her down gave her some fucking booze and then Charlotte and Henry came in and then all this happened so yeah I don't, well, he's gotta have multiples right well and it's Adamus right and only Iron Sisters can work on Adamus unless okay, like that the blade part didn't get broken somehow and it was literally yeah. just the wood yeah, yeah maybe he has a few just in case because it's a cane and so Henry's made them for him. But <laughs> it's like those know. cartoons where they open their closet and it's just all the same outfit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what I was thinking of. <laughs> it's, they're all hanging like clothes. <laughs> <laughs> so oh anyway, God. I don't know. I think that's weird. But um, immediately Jem starts apologizing um, to Tessa and she does exactly what I would do and be like, don't apologize. I should apologize. Like, <gasps> I just apologized to a plant earlier because that's what I do. Wait, mm-hmm. wait. No, that's Robin. But still. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> so Tessa goes Sorry. on to tell Jem that she believes that she was the target um, of this attack. So she's the one that should be sorry. And she feels terrible. That is his fault that he was hurt. And Jem basically, like, scoffs at the word hurt. <laughs> like, ha, bitch, I'm a silent. I'm a shadow hunter. I wasn't injured. I'm sick, girl. <laughs> that is not what happened. He got like raked by like Freddy Krueger. Yeah. And then the guy was like, dee, 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 and then like ran away. 
It's like, you think that hurt? <laughs> my pride. It's my pride. You hurt my heart. Right. <laughs> uh, so um, then um, Will, like, that's not exactly how it went down, obviously. He didn't say anything about him being a shadow hunter. But basically, Will's the one that has to explain, like, remind Jem that he's ill. And um, Jem insists on telling Tessa about his illness, finally. <laughs> and Will tries to talk him out of it by reminding Jem that he's not well. Like, what? You're tired. You need rest. You shouldn't be talking. <laughs> the fuck? Why are you so worried about him opening up it's to Tessa? Strange. Huh? Yeah. Will? Huh? <laughs> Got to keep his little gem to himself. His right? gem. Huh? Oh. <laughs> okay. So anyway, <laughs> gem is like, listen, beat feet if you don't want to, if you don't like what I'm about to do, but I'm going to do it anyway. So Will, in fact, does beat feet. <laughs> <laughs> it's so surprising to me. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was caught off guard guess, by that. I feel like he's just sitting on the floor outside the door. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's too far. <laughs> so he can hear. I think he really doesn't, like, I I, I think, okay, so now I'm going to get, I, I'm just going to, I'm going to get in, like, I'm going to dig deep. I'm reaching here. But I think Will is, like, obviously from what we've seen, he's the type of person that, like, doesn't want to acknowledge his feelings like emotions like he's just like Mm -hmm. push it down conceal don't feel right (laughs) and I think having to listen to Jem who seems like truly the only person that he really cares for right and and shows that he cares for them um to have to hear him like retell a story that ends the same where he's dying that yep. oh shit no I didn't I didn't know that happens in this chapter okay yeah I'm like, it's, it's soon yeah it's coming up <laughs> but like <clears throat> obviously if you're listening to this you've read the chapter so I'm not like spoiling right. the end but <laughs> I, I think having to listen to that from like the only person that you have like a true connection with in that way and having to kind of like relive that would be very painful and for someone who's not willing to acknowledge those emotions like unbearable i could definitely and not wanting see. to accept that it's going to happen too uh-huh yeah yeah okay. denial it's not just yeah. <laughs> egypt because <laughs> to me i was just like oh, i'm sure he'd want to sit there and like make sure that tessa doesn't say anything or do anything or she'll try to keep cutting him off and distracting him so he can't tell her of mm-hmm. course I think what you said makes more sense. So you, you've changed my mind. <laughs> so Will leaves and Tessa's like, yeah, totally. You don't have to tell me anything if you don't want to. But duh, like he has to because we all <laughs> need to know. OK, like don't say that, Tessa. We, we need to know. <laughs> it's time. Like there's been enough secrecy. I don't like being left in the dark. I want all the cheese may. Gimme. Secrets don't so make sense. So he friends. starts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he starts mm-hmm. remind by reminding Tessa that he was raised in Shanghai and his parents were killed by a demon named Yan Lu. Yep. Yan Lu. Long okay. Yan Lu. <laughs> so mm-hmm. he, okay, so he is this dirty ass demon that hated Jem's mother because she had killed a bunch of its babies because they had been feeding on literal children. <laughs> Lo- like these local children. So Yan Lu knew it was her 
that had killed his babies or its babies, I guess. And um, he waited for the right time to attack since since um, greater demons live forever. Like he had all the time in the world to wait for this shy surprise attack. And when Jem was 11 years old, this demon found a weak spot in the ward that protected the Institute, which is what I sort of asked before. And I just that seems like. I feel like there's more to that story. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But did you? Right, exactly. Right. But anyway, because isn't it, <laughs> it consecrated for ground? Now. And can't right. like a demon not be on consecrated ground? Like Simon I, can't even go into the institute. How can it? Right. Yeah, yeah. There are a couple of instances throughout the Shadowhunter Chronicles that that piece of like lore is conflicting. Like uh-huh. it's just like conflicting information. You're like. Mm, that doesn't how is that possible like that's not explained and it should be explained given the parameters that you've given based on this world like right like we're just supposed to let this go it's cool right no we've got questions we have to but (laughs) yeah (laughs) right (laughs) write this on our our um murder board for questions yeah Yeah. (laughs) the demon has like a map of the city and then he finds out that like there's a corner in the right hand side of this upper like basement area that's not consecrated so then he like sneaks into that one spot it's like a circle he's been looking through ancient blueprints yeah Yeah. (laughs) he has a murder board (laughs) exactly (laughs) so this demon gets in and he kills i guess it's an it it's not really a he but i'm gonna call it a he he kills the guards and ties up Jem and his parents to chairs and this motherfucker tortured Jem in front of his parents. Mm. Just my worst nightmare. Obviously. Yep. <laughs> so poison was injected into Jem over like the course of a few days. And um, this shit caused him to be like in and out of consciousness and have hallucinations. And when he would come to, he would hear his parents. They must have recognized that he was waking up because I doubt they were screaming <laughs> for him for two two days. But um he would hear them like screaming his name and stuff. And eventually he woke up and only heard her mother's voice. Mm-hmm. Um, and he could tell she was like tired and probably super beaten down. Either he was also doing something to the mom or cause I'm, I'm assuming they died in two days because he must've been, the demon must've been doing something to them too. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. So, yeah. So anyway, the mom was super beaten down. He could only hear her voice, but it wasn't, she wasn't saying Jem's English name. She was using the name that he was given at birth, which is Jian. Jian, I think. Yeah. Jian. Okay, that's that's much better. Thank you. And um, Jem reminds Tessa about his thoughts on Mortmain and like that he's likely smuggling opium for his business, and explains that the British bring opium to China like by the ton, and this city is full of places for people addicted to the stuff, like so they can go get a fix. And by the time the Enclave had realized something must have been wrong at the institute um back in shanghai when his parents were there they um like we need to go check on this shit we haven't heard from these people in two days um jem's parents were dead and so the shadow nope (laughs) the silent (laughs) brothers (laughs) it's too close the silent brothers took jem and they were able to heal his body but he had become addicted to this drug in two days it's crazy 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 and um so his body had com- become completely dependent on it and they tried to wean him off and like they had a warlock put spells on him to numb the pain and stuff and it just not nothing worked it, it took them weeks of like experimenting and everything on him and the shit is strong 
So sadly, they were not able to find a cure. Holy water wasn't the cure this time. (laughs) And although the drug will slowly kill him over time, at least he can live a life until it does. So Tessa asks him, um, oh, he asks Tessa to hand him a box from his nightstand. And he like, it has the drug in there. Like he wants to show her the drug, which I don't, that's weird. I guess it's good for her to know where it is in case he like has another, like he needs it or something. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> just like see here i'm telling the truth <laughs> don't There's try drugs it. in this box yeah <laughs> um anyway so um jem gets it from a warlock dealer and he has to take some of it every day and it's what's caused his hair and skin to change um to silver but his skin's just changing lighter right like he just gets pale and his hair is turning silver right anyway yeah i i think the i think the paleness is due to like his sickliness. Oh, that makes sense. But then yeah. the, the hair and the eyes is from the drug. Right. Okay. So <clears throat> that is why he couldn't fight any longer against the clockwork people because he hadn't taken enough um, of the drug to keep his energy up for fighting. Like he only took enough to get him on a walk down really quick to the bridge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not all of this energy. So Tessa's question is actually a good one for once. Kind of, I guess. But she, um, since Jem had said the drug means a slow death, does that mean it's killing him? And he nods yes. Oh, fucking heartbreaking, so man. <clears throat> Sorry, I coughed. I had to. My bad. Do what I dare Fine. you. Okay. Tessa, as all of us, as wait, Tessa as are all of us is heartbroken because, you know, well, OK, Cassie technically writes that our heart skips a beat. But I'm going to use my own imagination here and say that she's heartbroken because I am in misery loves company. So mm-hmm. Tessa True. needs to be heartbroken as well. Yep. So she has another good question, as Amanda would say. She asked Jim, like, if you have to take more of the drug to fight then why don't you just stop fighting so then you don't have to... Each time you take the drug, it's slowly killing you. So if you're taking more before you go in a fight, that's just more poison Mm -hmm. into your body. Yeah. And she tries to tell him, like, you know, Charlotte and, like, the Institute peeps are, like, going to understand. But he cuts her off mid-sentence. Like, he doesn't even let her finish because, well, obviously... He's like, bitch, I've heard all this shit. Yep. Right. I don't need you. So he tells her that there's more to life than just dying. And I'm going to stick that in my mind space mantra when I'm on the brink of a hypochondriac anxiety spin out. <laughs> I'm not. We will remember this moment. I won't. That, that's certainly not going to it's help not. me at all. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd like to pretend. Uh-huh. You're like, let me lie to myself for a little bit longer. Feels good. <laughs> so Jim explains like, Okay, I'm not going to say like, because that's annoying. Jim explains that he is a shadow hunter, and fighting is a part of that life. It's his identity. It's important to what he can do, and he can't live without it. And Tessa's like, can't or won't live without it. Mm-hmm. And then she thinks about how T.O.'d Will would be if he were in the room right now and saw her talking to Jim in that kind of tone of voice. However, Jem, on the other hand, just takes it on stride, in stride, and tells her, like, the whole of the Institute spent a lot of time trying to search for a cure, but eventually, like, they weren't getting anywhere, so he just told them to stop. 
Jem knows that this being addicted to this drug or having to take this substance doesn't make him who he is. Like, it doesn't define his character. Uh, <clears throat> he's the one that gets to do that. Um, and his life needs to be more than just searching for a cure. Basically, living and breathing around this drug that has a hold on him. Like, he doesn't want to do that anymore. Um, he wants something else in his life, regardless of how or when, like, his life's good. Like, he knows he's going to die. He doesn't want to spend the rest of his life looking for a cure and just being wrapped up and being addicted. So Tessa tells him, like, <sighs> obviously, this is silly, but she's like, I don't want you to die. And I feel very strongly about it. <laughs> Thank you. I can't tell you why, but I do. <laughs> and, like, I, I, I can tell you why. It's because you're following under the Carstairs charm. Obviously. That's why, girl. That's why. <laughs> well, obviously. Because <laughs> he, says, he says that pretty shit in your ear. And then he looks at you with those eyes. With she that, like, and you know, you know he's got Leonardo DiCap- DiCaprio, like, 1998 hair that falls okay, in his eyes. Okay. Mm. You're getting me. Yeah. Mm. And he's like, you are a human. Mm. <laughs> in the ways that matter. Your heart yeah. makes you human. <laughs> You're like, ooh. <laughs> Your gullet. <laughs> Your gullet makes you human. Oh, that's the title. <laughs> Your gullet makes you human. <laughs> Do you think it's too long? <laughs> oh, I love so, it. Gem tells her back that he trusts her even though they just met there's a little bit of like crossing over that line of formalities right in this moment Mm -hmm. so he takes his hand for that was kind of tucked behind his pillow and like slips it out over the blankets and tessa's just like it's like that thing it's like are you nervous are you nervous are you nervous (laughs) But basically, Tessa's like taking in his. He's like, "Oh, there's a scar, and his like fingers are like long, and like his hands bigger, and like." like, I wonder what it'd be like to just like reach out and grab it, just to comfort him. I just, just want Uh to comfort this sick boy. It is Uh just for that. Who purposefully moved his arm outside of the covers? Yep, he gave Um, the signal. He, he went the 80%. He's waiting for you to go the 20. I think she's going to. Ah, fuck. Here comes Will. The tender <laughs> moment is interrupted, and I'll just say it ruined by one William Herondale. You stand accused. <laughs> Who comes in like the antagonist in every 90s movie. He's every 90s movie bully. Well, that's all very touching. <laughs> Steve <you> told her. <laughs> that was great dude tessa of course notices that he changed his shirt and washed up except that there's still grime under his fingernails and to notice that like you have to really be looking seriously like she's yeah peter beezing gross she definitely is because you know his hands are down there yep wait what? Robin said okay. she was Peter gazing. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. She's like, did UPS bring me a package? 
Anyway, <laughs> moving on with my life. Jim calmly tells Will that, yeah, I did. So now you don't have to worry about it anymore. The cat's out of the bag, meow. We all know the secret now. Yep. Book over. We all know the secret, meow. <laughs> yeah. The end. <sighs> of course, Will disagrees with Jem and gives Tessa this look that reminds her of when Will had told her that Jem tires easily. Like, he's just all in this, like, dad figure. So she gets mm-hmm. up and she's going to leave. But Jem says, and I quote, must you go? I was rather hoping you'd stay and be a ministering angel. But if you must go, you must. Oh. I'll be your angel, baby. I'll be your sugar, baby. <laughs> so Will just plops himself down in Tessa's chair that's like it's still warm. And he's Ugh. like, don't worry, bro. I'll be your ministering angel. And Jim's like, I roll, insert eye roll here, maybe, but you're not as nice to look at as Tessa. And Will says, quote, how rude. Many who have gazed upon me have compared the experience to gazing into the radiance of the sun. And as Kristen would say, Herondale's going to Herondale. <laughs> and then we real. get a little Carstairs is going to Carstairs because he retorts with, if they mean it gives you a headache, they aren't wrong. Oh. <laughs> I want that, like, annoying YouTube, like, foghorn sort of. Yeah. Then Will reminds the room that, like, Tessa hasn't gotten a chance to go check out on Nate. So she's got to do that. She's like, oh, dude, shit, that's right. Nate dog's hemmed up, man. (laughs) I better go do that. And so since she silently leaves the room and runs into Sophie, who's creeping at the doorway, And looking a little haggard, if you would like to go there. And, I mean, personally for me, like, you can't blame the girl. Like, we all know that she's the one that's really running everything. Like, she's running the house. She asks Tessa if everything's all right. Is he going to be okay? And Tessa's like, um, who are you, like, referring to? Which is just the stupidest thing. But whatever. I don't know why this needs to be in the book. I don't. And Sophie's mm-hmm. like, duh, bitch. The only one in the room that's laying on the sick bed? Like, come on, man. Right? And Tessa's like, oh, oh, and goodness. It all makes sense now. Sophie's like, totes crushing on Jen. Yes. Achievement unlocked. Cheese me, goddess. <laughs> like, bitch, we <laughs> figured that bad. out like three chapters ago. Like, you are slow to the roll. You literally went through every suitable, like, <laughs> she available male. Every male. Like, you're in, the, but not. Jim. Right. She's like, Henry? <laughs> exactly. Henry? Thomas? The Magister? <laughs> She's like, what about fucking Gabriel? Is it fucking Gabriel? It's Benedict Lightwood. <laughs> yes. Fuck. <Yep. laughs> oh, God. So Tessa tells Sophie that Jim's doing okay and he's up and talking. And she's like, why don't you just go in and see him? Like, you can go see how he's doing if you want to. And Sophie's, like, instantly shuts that shit down. She's like, it wouldn't be proper. Like, I can't do that. She's awkwardly thinking Tessa. And then she just Barry Goldberg's the fuck right out of there. (laughs) And Tessa's like, damn, Daniel. How did I miss this? I'm getting rusty in my old age. I'm such a silly (laughs) goose. 
Look at me over here. Literally able to transform myself into another person, but like literally. But I'm unable to put myself into someone's shoes. Damn, I suck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, hold on. Tessa is not that self-aware. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> False. A hundred percent. Before this chapter's over, we get two more breakaways. So the first one is Tessa going into Nate's room, which is kind of basically unchanged. Nate's still sleeping and Jessamine's still in the armchair next to his bed. Um, only that she's passed out herself and her hair is like coming out and it's askew and there's a blank, a wool blanket drawn up over herself. And Tessa's like, oh, she looks so young. Mm. Not like that Jessamine who murdered that creepy hobgoblin the other day. That says it in the book. That's not fishing from the same bond. It's literally in the book. Oh, that she thought that? Oh, okay. Yeah, she was actually like, is I was thinking like, that. I can't believe we made the same fucking reference. No, <laughs> they, they bring it up. Like, they just want to make sure. Rem- do not forget about Jessamine murdering. <laughs> Please do not forget. It is crucial to the plot. Let's just pop it in. That, that we flag <laughs> Sprinkle that Jessamine is a murderer. Murderer. Right. <laughs> It's like you play the record happy backwards. Mm-hmm. Like on Little Like Nikki. Chicago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the second breakaway is that we get to tuck into City of Beds. <laughs> and we get a quick scene of Tessa remembering how crappy she slept the night before. She has been disturbed by these nightmares. The first involves clockwork robots because, duh, it's going to. Mm-hmm. The second involves Jim laying in bed and the drug that he's taking is kind of raining down like ashes on top of him and it's burning his skin. And then it starts engulfing the flames, like engulfing the flames, duh. engulfing his bedding in flames. And she's trying to wake him up, but he won't hear her. So she's just sitting there watching him burn. The third mm. and last is of Will who's atop the dome of St. Paul's Cathedral, like Batman, looking (laughs) over the sleeping city of Gotham. (laughs) Oh Oh my God, that's so dumb. (laughs) He's just looking out over his, I must protect this. Everywhere the light touches, that's your kingdom. Yeah. (laughs) Which, this is written kind of weird, or I read it incorrectly, because I feel like she's remembering how crappy she slept but then sophie's waking her up so maybe i just read it wrong but Mm -hmm. basically sophie's like shaking her telling her to get up it's your brother it's your brother get up and tessa's like stretch oh good he's awake that must mean he's all right and sophie's like um yeah well like not exactly (laughs) i mean like i don't mm, i guess what i'm trying to say is i don't know it's just you see how do i say this he's not there he's like on the thing i don't i don't know and then we're gonna cue the ominous music in the background dun 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 find out what happens next on uh download a dish well we'll see you next tuesday well we'll uh continue the case of the missing nathan gray 
What chapter are we going to read, Robin? <laughs> 16, the binding. The binding spell. <laughs> All right. Well, if you you decide that you need more of this shit for behind the scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Downworlder Dish Podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.